Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, we've The last couple of weeks has been a best of clip shows, the best of last year, which were uh, a lot of them were chosen by you, the listeners on social media. If you're not following us on social, you can do at Phoning It In Show on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Please keep the feedback coming. If there's guests that you'd like to hear back on the show or callers you'd like to hear again, let us know. Or if you just want to post about the show, please do tag us at Phoning It In Show. It would be great to hear from you. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about crossed wires. Audrey, you got mixed up and showed up at a party in fancy dress. That wasn't a fancy dress party. What happened? I have a certain um, type of body that means I I enjoy when someone invites me to a fancy dress party because... Okay. Uh, it be- then becomes a thing uh, that maybe, you know, people won't comment on mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was Is very it something excited. like you have a very attractive body and you get to wear like larger kind of clothes, shapeless no, uh, kind of clothes? we wouldn't say attractive now. Okay, so it's the other, the other way, is it? Well, I mean, it really depends what you're into, Dave. Yeah, that's true. Um, but do you want to just maybe... Describe. I have uh, feet for hands and hands for feet. Okay, sorry. That yeah. Okay, that wasn't what I was um, expecting. I was cursed as a child, and in a in a magical in a sense. sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know they call me they call me naughty Pete. Uh, Why did they call you that, Audrey? Because I have feet for hands and hands for feet. Oh, I see. Yes, of course. Uh, kids can be very cruel. They can be. They they try and they leave bananas outside my house because yeah. they want to see me. How I how I'm going to deal with that whole situation. Anyway, I digress. Um. This yeah, you were done with the, uh, the fancy dress party that you went. Oh, well, it wasn't a fancy dress party. It wasn't a fancy dress party. So what I do uh, with my body is, you know, I pretend I go to a fancy dress party and I pretend I'm upside down. I pretend that I'm walking in uh, doing a handstand yeah. and that I'm committing to that for the rest of the night. So I walk in, you know, I, I cover my whole body. Yeah. And then I make a, pa- a, pa- a paper mache head. Head, yeah, and yeah. That is where one's head would be if you were doing a handstand. Yeah, so it's kind of between your legs, sort of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a man holding his exactly. hands up, doing a handstand. If, yeah, as, yeah. as if I were pushing down on the ground, holding up the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought it would be a man. I, assume, I presume you make a female head, do you? It depends whether I'm going with the whole Naughty Pete of vibe. Course. Well, yeah, but I mean, I suppose this would be the opposite of Naughty Pete. This would just be like a normal... This would be me. This would be my true... Doing a handstand. Well, it's me really um, feeling the essence of what it's like to be a normal person yeah. for a night, albeit a person who is doing... A handstand consistent for the whole night. handstand for the whole night. Which but is unusual in its own way. It is unusual, but you know what? It's less, it's less unusual and people are kinder. Yeah. Yeah. So on this occasion, you came in, uh, you obviously had the fake head and stuff. And was yeah. it was it a man's head or a woman's head on this occasion? It was a woman's head. Was and was it any head. particular woman or was it just a copy of your own head? Oh, 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a very basic model. I wouldn't say I'm a particularly artistic person. Okay. It was a football that yeah. I put pa- pa- papier mache papier over. Mache, yeah. um, and then, you know, drew a, a series of crude, crude eyes and, yeah. and one lips. But good enough for a uh, Halloween costume or a fancy dress party costume or whatever. Oh, it's not going to fool anyone. Exactly, yes. But, pe- but well, the problem was that people people really loved me, loved this. Um, I've been invited back to many parties. Uh, one man proposed. Um, <laughs> so, I, really, I don't know what to do now. Do I... Do I have a life, yeah. Dave, now with as this... Um, so just a little bit confused did they did they accept the paper mache head as like a real they did purse? they did they did even or, though it was so crudely done well it it's a case of what people you see what they believe, want to see yes yeah, yeah, yeah there was something because they about, could hear that the voice wasn't coming from the head that true, they were looking at and I at. suppose I should take that as as some kind of you know that that my personality is to the extent that yeah. even though I'm I'm speaking through a football head mm. coming from my crotch mm. People love me. Mm. So, what's next for you, Audrey? Audrey, then is it, is this you for life now? Or are you going to well, be really? I, I that kind of, woman I, who does handstands. I phoned in because I'd love some advice about whether I, I uh, do I commit to this life of of being, you know, Jennifer, the the football for a head from my crotch. Yeah. Or and 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 marry a lovely man. Yeah. Named. Tomas. Tomas, yeah. Uh, of the fields. Yeah. Um, he's got six acres. Okay. Um, or do I go back to my solitary home with my feet for hands and, and hands, hands for, for feet, feet, naughty Pete opening bananas? Yeah. Well, look, I'm, I'm, I kind of don't feel qualified to answer this. I'm going to bring in um, a psychologist who's been listening, um, Dr. Christian. Doctor, um, you kind of specialize in this area of identity. Um, what's your take on Audrey's story? She's she's putting her confusion to us as, do I want to be Jennifer, the woman with the football for a head, who all the 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 people the men, love? They, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now I would put to you that perhaps she actually wants to be Audrey, the woman who's. Uh, head is perpetually stuck in the crotch of a pants she's rammed over her own arms. Yeah. I would put that to her. Audrey, does that make any sense to you? Because well, I'm a bit... I, I, I understand your, your science, science man. Mm, mm. Mm. And... It's not so much science as it is a thought experiment. Psychology is all about pitching sort of ludicrous proposals to you in the hope that you latch on to sort of one aspect of it. Yeah, of course, course. And it, is and it enlightens yeah, I've never heard you. It, uh, you know, described it's, that way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the, the thought boy then. Mm. I understand your thoughts, thought boy. Yes, yes. And there is something to my crotch head. What I would love to do is I would love to take a selfie of my crotch head and perhaps send it to you. Yes. And I would love for you to see how it makes you feel. And just see how it makes you feel, because I feel that there's a magic to it. Magic is that I don't want to become crazy on the radio. I don't want to be one of those people. But I just, there is something else to it. So I'm going to send it to you now. Dave, can I tell him my uh, number on Uh, air? Just before you do that, um, we've got another caller on the line. Uh, Tomas uh, has heard you. 
uh, has recognized your voice, I think, and your name, and is, uh, yeah, I mean, is understandably shocked by this revelation. Thomas? Oh, Dave, uh, Thomas Odiviers. Sorry? Thomas Odiviers is my name. Oh, yes, Thomas, yeah. She's a very good lad. Oh, Thomas, my sweet bug boy. Dave, I just want to say to Audrey, I know, I know that she is has football. Yes. He's not related. Yeah, of course. It's very obvious. Yeah. But it's very funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> she have a head where her vagina should be. Yeah. And it's a football with smiley face. It's very funny. Yeah. It made me laugh. That's why I fall in love yeah. with Audrey. It's not because she have hands for feet and feet for hands like no beat. It's because she make me laugh with a football with her vagina <laughs> And his smile face on football is very funny. That's so, why I fall in love with her. So you're you're okay with all this? Thomas? Told, this isn't I a revelation okay. at all. I thought she knew that. I knew. Okay. But Thomas, we we made love. Yes. <laughs> Go on. No, I, I think it's very obvious where it go, think, where it went. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I, think think I mean, if you no if you picture <laughs> it, no it's. Confused. I mean, you can see how. We can we can be, all infer have, what happened. I have many options. <laughs> I have many options. Thomas. Yes. I. You've made me a very happy woman, in more ways than one. Okay, goodbye. I have to go to the fierce now. Well, I mean, Audrey, I think we have your answer there. Is that like this is working out for you? Like this, you you, you found love. I, I've always wanted to make people laugh, but in yeah. in the right way. Yeah, and I'm not glad not in the in is, the naughty is, Pete way. I'm glad it has nothing to do with my feet for hands and hands for yeah. feet. Naughty Pete eats a banana. Yeah. Yeah. That it's to do with my that sounded, fake that sounded like a shit I'm, life. So yeah. I would not choose that one. I well, would choose this you. funny football head life. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's my professional opinion. Great, Audrey. I'm glad we could be of help. Thank, Thank you. you so much for phoning it in. Um. Chuck is on the line. Chuck, you mistakenly ordered a stripper to your granny's funeral. <laughs> yeah. That's not... Is that, I don't think that's a laughing matter. Uh, well, I didn't like my granny. Oh, but it, it it was a mistake though, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's it just worked out very well okay, for me, so to be honest. You didn't like your granny. You were yeah. going to the funeral. How did you... They gave me one job. Which was what? one job. It was, um, it was, I had to order the flowers. The flowers. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I yeah. didn't, I didn't do it well. You didn't get it right. No. How did, the, how did that mistake happen? How, how uh, did you try and order flowers and you get a stripper instead? Uh, I went to call the flowers, the flowers, flower, they have a, they have a weird, they have one of those uh, French, French names. Yes. Frenchy, Frenchy flowery Floral company. Floral kind of name, yeah. La Boutique something, yeah. you know, you know, I'm not a learned man. Sure. I know when something's French. I don't know what it says. And uh, well, it turns out I have another French uh, boutique, if you will, in saved your, in, in your my ta- phone. In your phone, okay. Yeah, yeah. and I rang. You probably the stripper's name was probably like Daffodil, Daffodil or Rose. Yeah, oh, or... That's it. Her name was her name was Daffodil. Right. So you ordered Daffodil to the granny's funeral. I did. Yeah. Yeah. She shows up. Yeah. And um, what happens? Uh, she did the she did the, she did the, the dance, whole thing. Dance, yeah. Like, was this in the church? Was it after the, in the... You know, she pretty much just went wherever the, the flowers would normally go. Yeah. So, you know, 
Um, it Up was on the coffin. The, uh, well, no, it started at the, um, it was in the funeral home. So yeah. it started at the removal, you know, it's kind of around the coffin. Yeah. Then the coffin was, was oh, just... then the flowers would have been placed on top of the coffin. Yeah, the daffodil yeah, yeah. was placed on top of yeah, the coffin. Yeah. Uh, so What did that look like? She actually copped on very quick that she could do a sort of like, like a funeral themed yeah. kind of dance. You know the way you'd have. Uh, so it was somber. She was doing like a blessing, the a blessing the the coffin kind of dance. Yeah. Uh, except my granny hated uh, any kind of eroticism. So okay. and I hated my granny. So it was so real. We worked out really well. I was delighted. And this carried on, uh, as you say, throughout onto the church as well. She came along and yeah. Uh, so the coffin goes into the hearse. hearse so she jumped in there. She as jumped well. in. Yeah. And then and she's she just kind of lying on top like of the coffin. In the kind of well, I mean, when you have a coffin with no flowers in there, you'd be surprised how much room there in the is. hearse the flowers normally take up. So there's yeah, actually a lot for her to work to with. Work there. She with was on her side. Yeah. But uh, all things considered, they must have drawn a few looks when the hearse is driving slowly through town. It did, it did. And it was actually while we were following the hearse, I realised that the reason this was still going on was because it was my job to stop it. Well, look, I want to bring in Daffodil um, because this must have been a very unusual day for you. Uh, oh, well, I like to say that in uh, my game, there is no unusual day. Of course, yeah. If I have a usual day, that's an unusual yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, I suppose then there is an unusual day, really. Pardon? Well, I mean, if you had a usual day, that would be unusual, so that would be the unusual day. That's what I said. Yeah, but you were saying there is no such thing as an unusual day. I'm saying that... Yeah. Let's not get bogged down on that. Um, what What was your reaction to this? To be honest, when I got there... I knew something was up because there was a coffin and it was in mass and there was loads of people that generally aren't my my yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah. So I said, what do I do here? Well, I've been paid already. I always get paid in advance. That's why you know you can trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to, I'm an artist, Dave. I'm going to make, I'm going to, you adapt to what what's put in front of you. Yeah. I, I look at the artisans of old. They, there's people that make art just purely of themselves. You know, they create purely of themselves and they can't adapt to it. But the artisans, in my eyes, the real artists, are the journeymen and women and theys who can adapt to something that comes their way and they can bring something of themselves to a commission, a commission piece. Daffodil, what are you talking about? I'm a stripper, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I know. What artisans, though? What, who, what? Like the old guys from uh, the Renaissance times. But like, are you, talking, are you comparing yourself to Da Vinci and Michelangelo and stuff? Not in terms of my talent. Bloody hell, Dave. I'm talking about my approach to my job. You dance in very little clothing for money. That's very, that's very, very, very dismissive of what I do and the work that I put in and the amount of fitness and preparation it takes to do what I do. It is an art form, uh, Dave. I just, I do think that was a bit far now there. Uh, okay, well, look, your manager's on the line. Um, oh, no. Cliff Walker. Cliff, yeah. uh, you've been listening. D- does this ring true, what what uh, Daffodil's saying? It absolutely does. Uh, look, uh, I'm Daffodil's manager. Uh, yeah, I said that. I, I, I take any responsibility for anything that's happened here. Uh, what Nothing's I was... happened. I did my job and I did no, a good Daffodil, job. No, Daffodil, Daffodil, Daffodil. It was me. Okay. I didn't stop it. Because I'll tell you this it? now. Well, I'll tell you. Because uh, I have big plans for Daffodil. I have it on good knowledge that someone high up, like a, like a celebrity, is going to die. And I want Daffodil to dance at that funeral. Uh, so I've. Can you tell us who it is? Louis Walsh. 
daffodil, I swear to God. Was that I not swear supposed to, God, to daffodil. come out? Look, it's 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 neither Louis Walsh nor is it not Louis Walsh. Okay, so it's probably Louis Walsh. Three weeks. In the next three weeks. Daffodil. Uh, so, look, I just wanted to get a bit of practice in for... How is Louis Walsh going to die? Look, I can neither say that it's hot... He's not... He's, he's going to walk in front of uh, an, uh, uh, my taxi that he's hailed himself and it's going to run him over. Irony. Irony. Is, is that... Look, Daffodil, you're not paid to talk. Is that true, Cliff? I can neither say that it it was it is a my taxi or it's not a it it's not a my ta- taxi. Um, look, I just wanted to get a bit <laughs> of practice. It's my taxi. How do you know this, Cliff? How do you know Louis is going to step out in front of I'm a taxi? precog. Okay. So, so when when Chuck made the booking for Daffodil, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Of course. That's why I've never had a bad gig. Look, so why do you think Daffodil should dance at Louis Walsh's funeral? I just think it'd be great press for her. And I also think it'd be what he wants. Because uh, I know. Because you're a precog. Because I'm a precog. Precog can't read minds, Dave. I'm trying to get her to do this very uh, this very specific dance where she uh, she tells the life of a man uh, through her, her dance. Um, well, I mean, that would be perfect for Louis Walsh's life. Because it there's would. been so much... You know, singing and dancing attributed, attributed and, and directly to him. Uh, she did it. She did a sort of uh, a sort of work in progress version at my uh, during the eulogy during my grandfather's eulogy uh, for my granny, and I must say it was very good. So uh, Louis in for a good one. And that was that was on the fly. That was me on the fly because I didn't. I again, I was like, didn't know what was going on. Yeah, With Louis Walsh, I've been Wikipedia and him like a mofo. So how are you going to guess Daffodil into Louis? Did you know he managed Boyzone? Yeah, that's quite well known. How are you going to get her booked for Louis' funeral? This is great. Wait till you hear this. Booking my hole. It's, oh, she's, she, I'm going to fit inside a little tiny child's coffin that'll be already placed in the church. Daffodil is very small. I am like, like eight-year-old small. Okay. I'm not eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to jump out of the tiny coffin. I'm 14. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, Daffodil. <laughs> In spirit. And I'm going to jump out of the coffin. Like, you know, Marilyn Monroe and the cake. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Yeah. And I'm going to go, here's to you, Mr. Walsh. Rest you see, the peace. Louis Walsh and uh, and a bunch of children, we're going to be buried together because what's going to happen is... <laughs> Wait till you hear this, Dave. Because what's going to happen is he formed a new group. He formed a new, gr- he formed a new group. The Kids Zone. Kids own, and they were they were in the my taxi with them. They will be they will sorry, be, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They it's will be in the my taxi with him when, when he dies. So him and the kids, uh, they'll be having a a, a, a joint, joint funeral. funeral. So and you'll just be in one of the extra coffins, coffins yeah. Because yeah. there's like eight of them, so like okay. one extra coffin is no gonna... one's going to notice. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't notice and it, and in life, it... and they won't notice in death. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, well, look, that's uh, glad we kind of uh, got to the bottom of that. Uh, Chuck, thanks so oh, much. Oh, so to speak. Thanks so much for calling in. It was great hearing your story. This show is supported through our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show. Uh, this is a free podcast, but you can support it by signing up to Patreon. And for $5 a month, you get access to loads of extra content. Uh, some live show, bonus calls, and extended cuts of the show. There's some free stuff up there that you can check out before choosing to become a patron. Um, if you can't support the show financially, 
that's okay. Please spread the word. Tell uh, some friends about it. Share your favorite episodes on social and tag us at Phoning It In Show. Or if you haven't already, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps people to find the show. Thank you. My guest in studio today has been on the show before. Barry Trunsell is a human resource expert who specializes in the psychology of workplace dynamics. Barry is promoting a new book, Who's the Boss? Undermining Your Way to Success. Barry Trunsell, welcome back to the show. Hello, Dave. Great to be here. It's good to have you back. Um, so this new book... Uh, new book uh, <laughs> Very good. Oh, they told me you're funny. <laughs> You've been on the show... We've met before. Yes, sure have. Yeah, just I. You weren't funny the last time, and people had been like, well, "He's I, funny, trust me." And then, well, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just going to ask you about your you book. You said Buck instead yeah, of book. That was the slip of the tongue. <laughs> crazy Dave. Uh, it's the Crazy Dave Morning Hour. Beep beep. No. Hong Kong. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, this book. This book is about undermining your work. Or should I say Buck? <laughs> Your book is about uh, undermining your work colleagues so that you appear more successful. Is that a fair synopsis? Yes, that's literally the subline of the book. Yeah. Okay. So, how how why should people do this? Look, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Uh, workplace dynamics as they are, it's never been easier to get someone on the shit list to manipulate people or just to kind of like ruin them, a person's reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media being what it is, the you can ruin someone's reputation just like that. Well, this is one of your tips. Uh, you, you say you, you can go back through someone's Twitter feed. Uh, mm. There's a, there's apps Fond you can use to go back to certain key dates mm-hmm. to see, say, how someone reacted to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, Twitter wasn't around in 9-11. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, so, so something like that, though. Some big event, too. Well, you don't even have to go back to key moments. You can just go back through someone's Twitter feed. Exactly. Or find do, a, do what they've said. A keyword, maybe. Yeah, keyword like search. sexism. Or not sex. Sorry. Uh, keyword, feminism. And you find out someone said, yeah, yeah. I think feminism is overrated. Yeah. Now, they're in the Hague. And, then you and start- it's a numbers game, isn't it? Because the more people you drag down, the, the higher, higher you, rise, you go. Yeah. You roll. A rising tide carries all ships. But, but this is the opposite of that. Isn't yes. It? Yeah, okay. But so I'm in one ship. A sinking up. tide carries one. That's not right. No, but I see where you're going. Yeah. That if a number of other boats sink is the point, then yes. there's one boat that... Well, no, that doesn't really make sense. Let's move on. Scuttle every boat you can and some of them will sink. Scuttle every other boat and suddenly your boat becomes the most valuable boat. Exactly correct, Dave. Yes, we got there in the end. Okay, great. Um, Meredith, you've had issues working with a family member. Is that right? Uh, we both work in Clara Lara. Yeah. I know, well, a lovely part of Ireland. Lara County, Wicklow, the Garden of Ireland. Yeah. And um, so... Clara Lara, just to be clear, that's the... Um, the kind of outdoor adventure. Outdoor adventure. A lot of yeah. scurrilous rumours running about I, the place. Do you remember? Yes, I yes. thought that had closed down. But it's still open. It's still open, yeah. But the rumours still exist. Yeah, it's a rumour mill because, like, water. <laughs> Sorry. So, we work in Clara Lara and, uh, uh, and we work on the water. And so, my sister works with me. And, like, I tried to do... So, I tried to take um, uh, his advice and I tried to do a deep dive on her. Barry's advice. Yeah. Yeah. On social media. But you'd know her, surely. Yeah, but like, you know, um I think she might have said three yeah, or four years exactly. ago. Yeah, exactly. And the only thing I could find out 
about her and I'm wondering how I can work this to my advantage in like getting her fired is I found out that her sister died uh, her sister drowned in Clara Lara like um uh like about five years ago so I'm wondering how another sister of yours then no I'm no I'm confused. Hang on. She's your sister and she had a sister who drowned five years ago. But did she say the sister's name? Uh, No, it just said her sister. It didn't say a name. And you've only ever been the one sister that she's had. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering how I can use that to undermine her in the job so I can get a better job than her. Why do you feel... Do you feel unnoticed in the job that you're in now? Yeah, well, I just feel like she's always getting promoted above me, and uh, and do you put yourself forward? Yeah. And what happens? Um, people walk straight through me. Well, you mean look straight through you, Meredith? No. <laughs> they walk straight through you. Yeah, I'm like. And have you brought this up with your sister before? She won't talk to me. That's it's really hard to communicate with her. How long has that been going on? I don't know, a couple of years. About five yeah, years? Just, oh, really, what I want to know is, like, how do I... Like, my sister is an arsehole. And, like, how do I... Was she always an arsehole? Uh, no, we used to get on. Uh, so when did it stop? I don't know, like, a couple of years ago. About five? I, d- I couldn't be specific. What I really just want to know is, like, how do I fuck her up? Um, What you could do is you could uh, go into her room. Or do you share a room? Yeah. And start throwing things around. Now, you're going to think, she'll think you're crazy. It's like, why is uh, Meredith throwing things around? But I don't think she's going to take that. But... I think you will have a really strong effect if you start picking up things in a room and throwing them around. But how will that um, get me her job? It will break her mind. (laughs) Okay. Um... It will literally be so unexplainable to her that her mind will snap. And then okay. I can't yeah, promise. I think, I think Meredith, promise. what 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 Barry and and me are inferring from from the information you've given us is that either you are dead and speak to Dave? us. Well, I know. Oh, be Dave. gentle, Dave. Either Dave, what? Either you're dead. Look, and I just to called us. in to ask like some advice about like I read your book. And are I, you on a phone right now? Yeah. Okay. What kind of phone? Is it like a... It's a, my a, home phone. Your home phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't own a phone. Oh, uh, uh, who owns a phone, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, five years ago, a lot of people... <laughs> but okay. Uh, Depending on what age you were. Yeah, that's true. How old are you? 86. What? <laughs> so, Sorry? So, Meredith, either what's happened here is either you're dead... And you're somehow speaking to us from beyond the grave, or, or, perfectly plausible other explanation is your sister had another sister that never told you about that she never told you about who died five years ago, and you have such a distinct lack of personality that you feel like people are literally, literally passing, passing through your passing body. Through you. Should I put my sister on the phone or like? Yes. Okay. Uh. All right. Clara. Oh, her name's Clara. Clara yeah, my name's Lara. No, it's not. No, it's Meredith. Meredith. We We've established that. It's Lara in my heart. Okay. Okay. Put, put. Huh? Who said that? Well, that clears that up. 
You're a ghost, Meredith. Lara. Who's in my house? No, her name's Clara. Clara. Who said... Yes? My name is Barry Tronsell. I am The a... phone is floating! Yes. Oh, God! That's your sister. What? Who are you? I'm a, I'm a self-help expert. Uh, I, I help people move on uh, in their career. How I, are you making my phone float? No, no. I'm not doing that. You're Who's do- doing that? Your sister. Do you you're... see how much of an arsehole she is? Yeah. Meredith, is that you? See, I think you're on the road to success in terms of undermining your sister. You'll never work again. But, uh, you know, most people can only dream. You don't have to. Well, I, I mean, you're 86, so you're well past retirement age. Yeah, anyway. I don't get that, Dave. <laughs> Clara, can you hear us? Ah! <laughs> I want to call the police, but you're on the phone. Um, Do you only have a house phone in that family? Do you not have a mobile phone, Clara? She's probably in her 80s as well. I'm... 89. Right. I don't know how to use... Oh, God! Why am I explaining myself to you? She's still working, Such Clara Lara. Fucking arsehole. No one ever since the whole thing, nobody wants what? to work in Clara Lara. Uh, so yeah. I'm still on the... Weirdly, oh. they do. Oh, God. Um, Meredith, I think we have got gotten to the bottom of this and you probably have been haunting well, your sister for the last five years. Okay. Um, I mean that doesn't mean she's any less of an asshole don't get me wrong yeah hey uh, but sorry that's your sister's words you don't know me phone <laughs> I'm not a phone I'm not a phone wait what <laughs> I'm, uh, I think you'll hard. find that you are it's too hard All to right, explain uh, to be honest, I think it's time for Clara to go to sleep yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's very ominous forever <laughs> okay well we don't want any part in that so we'll move on uh Thank you for calling in, Meredith. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Stephen Colfer, Anna Mamelis, and Peter McGann. <coughs> Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Or one specific thing well, you want to plug? Oh, I think we don't. Don't let do. this show reflect <laughs> on what we're about to plug. Uh, so myself, uh, Hannah Mamelis, and Peter McGann, uh, 14th to the 19th of January, uh, we're performing a new black comedy show called uh, Personal Space. Uh, Personal Space Volume 2, in fact. Uh, it's three short comedies uh, that we've written together and we perform them as, as one piece. Um, and it's on. To, uh, it starts tonight, the... 14th, 14th. Yep. and runs till Saturday the 19th and, and we're recording this a couple of weeks ahead but tickets, in Smock ticket sales are going well tickets are grand yeah and yeah. it's in Smock Alley as well in, in Smock well, Alley Theatre in Voice School 8pm every night yeah hopefully we're wasting our time yeah but now it's it's not it's not and separately then do you guys have anything else you want to plug yeah uh, I have a show coming up in Vicar Street in March uh, it's uh, Drink and Film Reads uh, where we take our favourite films and we rewrite them so they're full of jokes and we give them to a lot of actors uh, who've not read the script beforehand we're doing our biggest film read ever uh, it's a film read of the entirety of the Lord of the Rings trilogy for one night only in Vigor Street on the 15th of March tickets are on if you search for Dream Gun on Ticketmaster you'll find them there I guess uh, I'm doing a show you know, like a work in progress thing in a festival called Seen and Heard um, I've no idea what it's going to be yet it's called Symphony of Worms uh, <laughs> yeah, and I literally don't have a show, so um, and that's gonna be on uh, the end of uh, February. It's on for two nights, the twenty eighth and the 
first of March. Peter, do you have else you want to vlog? Um, I had February same sin heard of um, keep an eye for my name in the program, and then uh, you're performing rather than writing, or just performing, yeah, yeah, not writing. Cool. It. And then uh, there's um, there's as well there's a lad from home. He's doing a show on the fifteenth and sixteenth uh, that I did a bit of writing for currently. Uh, it's called Liam Nugent Holding Court. Um, it's uh, so that'll be part of the scene her program, a stand up comedy show in and February. In February, ah, okay, and cool. um, that's again part of the scene heard. It's two nights, and uh, then give a listen to. I just put up this uh, this this ongoing thing I do, pulp injection. I've been on before plugging. I've just put up two episodes. I've just I've just a few a few weeks ago now put up a few episodes on SoundCloud. So look up pulp injection on SoundCloud and listen to radio plays. Brilliant. Okay, thanks a million, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Got very silly. (laughs) This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.